dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Take it away, Sam. Keep doing it. Uh, uh, ding, ding. I'm not. 2020 is dead. I took it in the back. I pulled out my daddy's shotgun. Whoa, what kind of show is this? And oh, I, I see. I did what that farmer should have done to Wilbert and shot it in the face. Mm. This Thanks is for a doing that, very Zach. violent opening to two. It is a very violent opening. I'm and this is a big episode because, first so off, huge. Zach and I are actually together. Right now. Um, we're talking. We we are in the process of doing the hot, uh, what's the one? Hot, not hot rod. Uh, it's um, Rocket Power. Uh, Rocket Power. Rocket Power. And this is a special episode because we're just going to count down some of the top things from this year. This has been a very interesting year for obvious reasons. Right. Um, one of the Last year. Uh, here's another fun. Oh, by the way, I'm Zach Ferguson. I'm Sam. He, yeah, Sam just does Sam now. He's Yeah, I legally changed my name to just be Sam. Yeah, it's apparently but here's the crazy thing, everybody. Sam and I currently, time wise, we live in the twenty twenties. We are currently in twenty twenty, Sam and I. Mm. But you'll be hearing this, you future people. We'll be listening to this in the year twenty twenty one. Yeah, it checks out. So uh uh grab some of that moon cheese, why don't you? Or that space age rocket fuel and and uh, grab a little for me, and and I'll see you soon in a week or so. So this first uh, clip that we're going to be doing is a compilation of openings, uh, since this is the opening. Right. Uh, we're just going to show you some openings um, yeah. that we've done. Sam and I do very, fu- uh, you know, uh, we realized in 2020 we need a little brevity, um, and I need a, bre- a, a beverage. I don't think that's the correct word. Ew. <sighs> okay. Coke. Um, they don't pay us. And, no, but uh, if you want to pay us, I pay them. I'm going to bleep it if they don't pay us by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, so I think we should get right to it. Uh, this is uh, a lot of this stuff is normally uh, uh, Zach is kind of the and one Sam. that starts the beginning. Right. Someone needs to uh, start a, a bit, and then Sam usually comes in with a uh, a little. If I had to dissect it, you come in with a little bit of a kind of a, a grouch or a, like yeah. a person who doesn't really understand the universe. <laughs> That's, That's a, always my character is I don't understand the universe. Anyways, let's get to this. Uh, this is a compilation of openings throughout the entire uh, 2020, 2020 season four uh, season. All right. Good morning. Wait, no, that's uh, Robin Williams. cock a doodly doodly doot No, that's Ned Flanders. It's Two Thumbs Undecided with your host, Zachary Ferguson, who's not a sandwich, and his co-host. I'm Sam Ferguson. I actually am a sandwich. Hello, Sammy. I'm home. Oh, Zachy. Thanks for coming home before 6 p.m. Oh, no problem. There's a, uh... There was some traffic getting back from the show. Hey, do I smell dinner? This is the 21st century, and you're the one cooking dinner. Because <laughs> you got some mouth explosion out of your face hole to do. <laughs> Stop laughing at me, Sammy! Look at me when I'm speaking to you! <laughs> all you do all day is work at that cherry factory and shove them in your mouth. I'll never get any flippin' respect around here! La 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 Huh, this is the house that I have to deliver this mail to. Ding dong! 
Man, I gotta get that uh, that that uh, that doorbell fixed. That's a very boring ding dong. Uh, hello, who is this? Hello, I'm your local mailman. Uh, we haven't been uh, taken away yet, but I have a mail for you. Man, you're really fancy. You got a top hat and everything for a mailman. Thank you. Is this where uh, I'm a, you, is? Uh, I'm a very good mailman. The the more you do mail, the higher your hat becomes. All right, sir. As also being the greatest mailman ever, I deliver punctually. So here you are. It's it's unaddressed. It just says something called TTU. Flop. You sound like um. What's his name? The guy from uh, Raising Arizona? Uh, John Goodman's character? No, no, the main character. I forget his name. Oh, yes, Nick Cage. Famously. You sound like Nick Cage from Vampire Diary. Private, get in here! Hey, I'm Private Private. Hey, What's going on? Private, salute your general when you walk in! I... I just got here. I, I, I'm sorry, they haven't taught me that yet. Private! Do you know what just was released to the major uh, public that was supposed to be a top government secret? Well, I accidentally took some photos uh, of of some maps. Oh, that's Uh, not what I wanted to hear. I'm talking about the (laughs) other big secret. This undiscovered two thumbs undecided episode titled Absurdist Comedies. This was not supposed to be released. I I thought it was called Surrealist Comedies. You and me general and a private we have to now listen to this whole stinking episode of two thumbs undecided so buckle well, up. this was my my plan all along because I, I hope you're not I, married because we're gonna be here for a long time some people find two thumb undecided undesirable well i tend to agree but this soon's a bitch over here the defendant thinks it's good what do you have to say for yourself sir Hello, uh, I, I have to say um, that this man is not a lawyer. He just waddled in well, here and everyone I just seems so. to everyone just seems to say that this guy is the, uh, the the court hasn't even really started yet. And this person is just up here putting on a show. I think we should all uh, kick this guy out. Wait a second. Aren't you Sam Ferguson? One of the co-hosts of Two Thumbs Undecided. Yes, that is why I that is why I'm in court today. You just mentioned about Two Thumbs Undecided. That is my, the reason I am here. My law. That means that And I am actually the the only host huh? of Two Thumbs Undecided because huh? the other the other host uh, I guess didn't arrive. I don't know where he is. Oh he just I... didn't show up. <laughs> Not really great for our case. Hold on a second. If there's a Sam Ferguson, there must be a Zach Ferguson somewhere. Yeah. Excuse me. Wait a second. Sir, in the jury, number eight, take off your mask, sir. What sort of jury is this? Fine, I'll take off my mask. Shh, it's me. It's Zach. I was in the jury, Sam, this whole time. How did the defendant get into the jury? Okay, so wow. that was the uh, compilation that was edited by none other than Zach Ferguson. Hello, I am a professional By editor. the way, we do... Was that too loud? No, that was good. By the way, we do all of the editing. This is this is a Zach and Sam production. We do everything just the two of us. Just all the, the art that us. you see. That's all Sam. It, well, well, it's mostly me. So, oh, no, I mean, no offense to myself. No offense, Jack. Um, Sam does 
basically, I, I, I think I've told the, dis- you can see a video of how, kind of how our mornings go, but I usually wake up, Sam texts me at some point going, hey, uh, what should the topic be? I give him some funny answer. He says no, and then he texts, and then I give him, how about this? And then he goes, yes, and that's how we do it. And then Sam, then I just wake up in the morning, put on my pants, my big boy pants, uh, or my, you know, uh, big uh, man pants. <laughs> so this is going on for a while. Anyway. But this is all true. Yes. Um, Sam does most of the work. I just talk. We, uh, one of the, uh, it's not, sometimes it's not just Zach and I. Sometimes we have the third thump thumb, which we called, uh. I think we started calling her this year. Uh, her name is Karina Dandashi. She's been on a few times, but one of the biggest times that she was on was for the Myers Award, oh. which was our award show that we put on. I hope I'm. We're gonna do it next year. Oh, we're definitely gonna um, do it. Yet. But this this uh, until the day that I have n- like I can't you know see my children or whatever. I'm gonna do a Myers Award till I don't want to talk about my death because I feel like I'm gonna get maybe strong. after you die. Yeah, I, you know what? I hope I'm that gonna happens. start it and then. I'm hoping that your ghost will come in. Okay. If I'm promise me this, and I'll promise you this: we have done so many recordings that I feel like you can put all our episodes into an algorithm that could come up with exactly how I would predict or like vote on the Myers or what I would say. But much like, uh, 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 much unlike the Oscars, which the Meyer Awards was trying to be the antithesis of, we had a lot of unique special awards, and these are also a lot of uh, movies. That we saw from uh, the New York Film Festival uh, from 2019. Which we went to once. And so changed um, our life. And so a lot of this stuff you might might be in the Oscars now, uh, but uh, but you know, yeah. So um, this is the uh, 20, uh, 2020 Myers Award. No, 2019 Myers Award. Well, it came out in 2020. Oh, it did. Um, so we're gonna. This last award is a special award for a category that is normally not uh, talked talked about in Probably award settings, reason. and this Talk is about. something that um, is very near and dear to us because everyone's had to go, go through this at some point in this room. Doesn't but. seem like anyone voted for this. So <sighs> no, this is something that Zach and I that's, wanted to wanted nice. to make. Yes, right. this best is production assistant or PA for those they of you. Everything. These are the people. We actually had a whole episode about this last week, or yes, two we weeks did. ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. You weren't there for that. Um, oh. And this is. Let's turn this down a little. Is <laughs> um, Frank going to be playing in the background? Yeah. Are these all the. Oh, you. So, you uh, okay. So this is uh, Timmy Tremel uh, for Midsummer. Zach, you read the next one? Uh, Con. <laughs> Constantine Berengola. We spent a lot of money for Karina to read these, but... All right, do you want to read them? Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it guys... like one after another. All right, you guys can do it. I've... All right, and then Reggie Hankey for Mr. America. Hankey. And oh, Zach? Uh, uh, Paloa Beck Gishler okay. for Brooksmart. By the way, the Constantine Bergen was for Bain, Pain and Glory. Yes, and then last but, then but not the least, after one... Yang or... Karina Dandashi for yes. After Yang. Oh my no. God, she's here. Yes. She's actually Whoa, here. That flight was worth it. What All right. the? Let's... Wow, hours on a flight. I'm so glad I'm here for this. this yes. Is All right. totally so worth let's it. let's announce the That's winner. Amazing. Because we it's don't not know me. The... This is going to be really embarrassing, actually. So. All right. So the winner is. <laughs> 
Karina, can you say the winner Wait, is Reggie no. Hankey? Yeah. I, I'll can you just, say who the winner is? Um, so it's the Reggie Hankey. is Reggie Hankey. For Mr. America. Yeah, For Mr. America. Reggie. <laughs> you guys. Reggie oh, Hankey. You guys are the worst. Hey, I'm out of here. Hey, you next guys time pay you for look my flight back. through the thing. You, that's not a good PA thing is to, to look through the, the hidden text. She was sneaking. Oh, yeah. And that's Sam why. was like, there's a special category Anyways. at the end. And it was blacked out. And I highlighted it. And I could see everything. Anyways. Anyways this uh, was a very special uh, day. The, the, the music season or the, uh, oh, Wait, the film season is over. Award? That was it. That was it. No, no. Uh, it was um, for best uh, person in the future. Oh, wait. That's right. Oh, Karina, actually, we do have an award for you. Yes. What? Um, it is. Uh, you have been awarded the best. Oh, uh, you are awarded the best future director to win an Oscar award. Wow, that yes. is the greatest. Yeah, it's an award, award. that we don't. <laughs> we don't really care Who much about Oscars here. Who the hell predicted that? But uh, yeah. hey, I'll, I'll accept it. That's 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 there fantastic. You go. If I'm not the best production assistant, if that's the Oscars probably are still around. Second. Right. The Myers yeah. are going to cancel it. Yeah, I was going to say. I love those Myers. I think it's a great idea. And uh, uh, thank you, Karina, for uh, host yeah. being our third thumb uh, fan favorite. Mm. Uh, those uh, Bosnians, uh, they cannot get enough. Of- yeah, that's another news we got this year. Mm. We're number seven in film and TV podcasts in Bosnia. So thanks for all the Bos- Bos- uh, Bosnians listening to this. At thank this you, Bosnia. Um, so. Uh, one other interesting thing that happened this year um, was a little thing called COVID-19. That was pretty good. Thank you. Um, and very early on, we were still doing shows. Um, and some in the studio. In fact, we're going to be uh, showing you two clips. One of them we recorded as a pre-record, not because of COVID, but just because we did it that way. Um, and I said uh, something that I look back on and I uh, am very of, much I'm, embarrassed of. I make fun of it. Because it's something that um, a lot of Republicans have been saying since then, uh, off and on for a while. Two, and still uh, maybe still saying verbatim. it. Um, but I just want to timestamp that this was like March, very early March. when uh, Like March 7th. And actually, re-listening to the audio, Zach, you actually agree with me briefly. <sighs> briefly, but I only, I agree, yes. I, that's why I can't make fun of you too much, because I agree with you in the media sense. But a lot, here's the crazy thing about 2020. So much happened so quickly that, uh, y- you know, this caught us by wind. But this episode, you'll, you're going to hear two clips, or actually three clips or whatever, just about how the comparison within weeks, like a week, how our tune changed. Yeah. Of this so the whole first one was situation. during the Korean uh, or South Korean uh, cinema episode, which was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but and then the next one was the next episode, and it was the last episode in the studio, and, and it was about viruses. It's a virus. It's our virus episode. Yeah. So South by South had just been canceled when that happened. Um, and then the the last clip is also um, right during um, after the election day and building up, you know, there was like that long drawn out period. And we had just gotten some news about the election live, live, live on news. air. We found something out, uh, yeah. which you're going to find out in this clip. So, uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, some timestamps for this year. So I tried to uh, look up the Korean film archive. 
website. Mm-hmm. And it says here, the Korean Film Archive announces the following facilities are temporarily closed down its operations due to the coronavirus outbreak. Out. We, Fudge. We, yeah, so they are closed. The actual website is closed down because of this um, epidemic at the moment. Wait, the website is closed yeah, down? Yeah, the website is closed. Like, I, I don't know. Oh, wait. No, never mind. The website's not closed down. I just didn't scroll. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't want to do the research. No, I, I I saw this announcement. It said you were just like, oh, there's coronavirus out there. I, I can't corona. do any research. Anyways, I just a little bit of you know uh, a public service announcement out there. Wash your hands. I, wash your do all the things you normally do. Honestly, because I'd say eighty percent of this and watch they're going to replay the tapes and they're going to be like sam caused more pain than anything else but most everything that i've seen the coronavirus is basically the same thing as not the same thing but it's like the flu i okay i don't know if i agreed to anything you're about to say but what no that's what i'm saying is it, it we were talking about this beforehand is it it definitely like yeah take precautions but if it's not a pandemic it's not something that you know, if you get it, it's a death sentence. This isn't this isn't uh the what's it called? Uh nineteen like during World War One where everyone was dying from some disease, I forget what it was called, but like you got it and you died within like black, five days. This, the Black Plague, you mean? No, not the black you know, like during World War One there was all this giant like disease that was going around America that was like killing all these people. I do you not know, know about this. So I, I forget guess... what it was called. I forget what the the disease was called, but it was like a big I think sometimes it's overshadowed by like World War One, but like yeah, there's during World War One there was this disease going around in America, um, but uh, all over the world because this was like one of the first times that the whole world was in one place. Hmm. Um, but this isn't this. That this isn't that. This isn't you know. This isn't uh, Ebola. Um, this is something that is a little bit more. Uh, you know. Well, you get it. You stay in bed. If you're healthy and fine, then you're good. You know, just stay healthy. Wash your hands. I just, I flu shots. I think yes. I, I just, it's uh, very. I don't. I was not a internet man when uh, the swine flu was happening. So Mm. I think you know. I think you're right, Sam. I think uh, it's a little bit more prevalent in my mind because every day I look up Google News, and for some reason now I guess because my cookies, they they show me. Like nothing but coronavirus articles. Yeah, that's how they get you. And well, that just that see, stinks. Like, that's spreading more so than the coronavirus. Uh, the coronavirus is the 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 scare of coronavirus. Um, so South by Southwest was canceled, and that is very big news because, I mean, the whole virus thing is going around. I feel like that's what everyone is talking about these days, for good talking reason. I also want to music. say. Last week I said um, I didn't think this coronavirus was that big of a deal, and no, I was saying it's going to be. Ever. And I said it's the same thing as the flu, and uh, I want to take that back because I don't think I knew what I was <laughs> saying. Um, also, to timestamp us in uh, reality, like what's going on right now, uh, Joe Biden just took the lead in Pennsylvania. <gasps> really? Yep, he is. Oh man! And actually, by a little bit, he's by uh, he's up by like. Around six thousand votes, and we wow. got five. Yeah, and we got five percent of the votes left to count. Oh my dill! Which they've That's uh, so great. That is fantastic. So uh, right now, everybody, Pennsylvania and Georgia are both 
Biden by that very, is... very small margins. But uh, but I mean, it keeps going up and it, it keeps yeah. beating Biden. And because uh, thank you, Donald Trump, for telling uh, people, your voters to not do mail in ballots. Uh <laughs> Because the rest is mail-in. <laughs> Everything is mail-in. Yeah, so thank you for uh, <laughs> making your own coffin. Whew, wow. Time, you know, uh, in a way, uh, things are kind of 20, what is it? Uh, foresight is 2020, uh, <laughs> to do a pun. Yeah. Is it 2020, is twenty is 4040 better? That's not a thing. You know, I actually wondered about that. I, I, I don't know. 4040. Well, okay, either you're blind or... Or you have supervision, but 2020, of course, is perfect vision. I do not have that. But um, to uh, to not uh, daddle diddle, we'll mm. go on to our next clip and some setup for this clip. This is kind of just a compilation of, of some a, sub, some stuff that happened. This there yeah, there there's good. been a lot of big things, but these are some stuff that was just little bits and pieces from out our year. Yeah, this um, isn't like a full um, five minutes of the same episode, but we found these. This is our choice for small bits from episodes that we found to be the best. Go back and le- look at these episodes. And these three episodes are uh, the our absurdist and surrealist episode, mm. which uh, Sam and I get in probably to the most heated debate we've had on this uh, podcast yeah. this year about what the difference is. And, and not every time we get uh, into a debate, Zach and I, it is uh, very real. And it's very, oh, very, like there is no... You know, I don't know. We're not how playing. Real... A, we're not trying to play it up, because I feel like Zach and I just get into arguments. It's very. Regardless. I mean, the the hate and yeah, it's <laughs> the all hate cold. is real. The, the yeah, it's cooled down after you know a little bit. The second one is a quarantine. Uh, this is for the first few episodes during the quarantine. We had them called quarantine one, two, three, because <laughs> we thought it would only take like a, a month, a month or three months. And then or it so. just kept going. So by so now the, we would be on like quarantine, like 20, yeah. like 35. So this is quarantine number three in which it was about uh, late night and we do some impressions of David Letterman. And then this last one is one of Zach's. He did two solo episodes mm-hmm. this year. This is the first one. If you want to talk a little bit about it. Yeah, this is the first one uh, because the second one is more just a... Uh, radio like uh, a music show the first one was several skits that i did with some friends and the one clip i'm gonna have with you is i did a mock uh interview with my favorite director sam raimi mm. uh so yeah you're gonna hear an episode of me interviewing uh, sam raimi all right about here we anime. go let's listen to those bucko real quickly zach sent me actually the clip of him talking to fauci and not sam raimi not sure why anyways uh just to clear any confusion first caller um you you're on the line now hi hi this is zachary it's just uh two two thumbs on undecided yes this is two thumbs undecided and uh, who am i speaking uh, with uh, you are speaking with the man that gets the most viewers and most attention right now Dr. Anthony Fauci, how you doing, Zachary? It's a pleasure to be on your show. Holy smokes, it's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, my brother, it's saved. Thank you. Let's get down to brass tacks. Like, what is your uh, favorite kind of kind of movies? Well, during times like this, you know, you can't watch stuff that gets you too down in the dumps. You got to watch stuff so stupid, it makes, it gets you jollies, okay? That's, and uh-huh. I like low brow. I'm, a, I'm. No one's asked me this. This is refreshing. I like to talk about my low brow fanaticism. I love a solid, 
slapstick. What makes the Dr. Fauci live and love is lowbrow <laughs> movies. I must say, I do make excellent lovemaking to my wife when I have been fresh off of watching a lowbrow film such as Biodome or Deuce Bigelow. I, I don't know how you knew that about me, Zachary. I, I am pleasantly surprised. What were the two movies that you watched before you made love with your wife that made your two uh, daughters? Truth is, I only watched one and I had enough oh. in me to produce both. So, Whoa! Uh, it was, uh, and it's gonna be controversial. It's gonna be a little, little controversial to some people that yeah, it's okay. uh, more of an intellectually lowbrow film. I call it Idiocracy. That's, uh, uh, it's dumb, but it's like making fun of dumb. Well, I, I am a scientist, uh, Dr. Ferguson. And uh, as a scientist, I, I look, to that lowbrow flick we call Idiocracy, it's in the title, as an accurate portrayal of uh, the dystopian future we're destined for if we, if we stay on route. And that's you, a fear that really motivates me to push and thrust harder into my goals and aspirations of saving people and making a positive difference. So we veer off that route and into a canal of a nice maternal, Oh, Christine, where are you? I think there are going to be some uh, kids made today. In the words of Idiocracy, welcome to Costco. I love you. Goodbye. Johnny Carson. Uh, he's so, like, hey, oh, Okay, wait. well, Steve Allen left in 57. Oh, you want to do the jo the Johnny Carson impression? Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, oh, no, that's my, that's my uh, uh, Bing Crosby impersonation. Hey, Joe, play the hits. Trying to get into my Johnny Carson. It takes a little while. Was, uh... Hey guys, I'm Johnny Carson. See, that's just your, Anyways, that's just your impression. So, so Steve Allen left '57, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of different guests, or there's a bunch of different people that lasted from a year to two years. The Jack Parr lasted for about uh, four or five years, and he left in '62, and that's when we have Johnny Carson. That was pretty good. So that's pretty good. So tonight we have Robin Williams. He's 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 been in a lot of movies uh, recently. He's he's been in oh there we go there that's it. Uh, we have uh, we have Barbara Streisand coming out or Bette Midler. I I get those two confused. Uh, um, McMahon, what do you think? Ayo, you know um. <laughs> Um, surrealism is an artistic movement, um, an aesthetic philosophy that aims for the liberation of the mind by emphasizing the critical and imaginative power of the subconscious. Absurdism is a philosophy which holds that the universe is chaotic and irrational, and that any attempt to impose order would ultimately fail. So, okay, here's another example, is um, Andy Daly's uh, showed The Review. Not the review, but it's called review. I would consider that a surrealist piece because it's a very simple concept where it's about a guy who reviews life. So you send him a review saying, hey, how does it feel to be like to get divorced? And so he'll be like, OK, I'll actually go out and divorce my wife. And then you see uh, the thing that's unexpected 
is we actually get to see how that affects his life, his kids. And it's like a horrible, horrible thing to see. But because it's not real, it's funny. So it's mm-hmm. kind of this surreal look at at behind the humor. I don't know if we've come to any kind of clear definition of what we were even really talking about, but maybe we scr- well, skimmed the opinion, and I think we, peak some people's I think, minds. I think more so than anything, I think surrealism is, I think you're right. I think we're talking more absur- surrealist than absurdist. I was saying absurdism. Uh, see, I disagree because all this Okay, stuff, so then I'm not I, right. All okay. right, so let's... let's. We're decided against even, each other. I believe the humor is surrealist. You think it's absurdist. Okay. Let's, I think it's absurdist because the whole thing is it, about how gonna, there's no meaning. All right, anyways. There is meaning. Okay. There, there isn't always meaning. I love it. I love my editing skills. I edited that last part. Um, but uh, yeah, this next part is kind of, in a way, is uh, 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 our next clip is going to be a compilation of uh, a tape that we actually found, a few tapes that we found in a this cave. year in a it cave. It was like in a cave in yeah. Siberia. Sam and I. Uh, right, let's check the tapes on that. Yeah, I forget sure? where it was exactly, but um, so you may uh, big fans of the show, our Bosnian fans will know that uh, early this year we introduced these lost tapes uh, of these first podcasts or radio show. It for, was the uh, first film, film podcasts ever, it, ever from nine uh, from eighteen ninety six seven seven, and it it's it has these two wacky. I mean, there's no other word to describe it. They're quite wacky. And Zany, uh, you have yourself Dudley Capex, who is a prisoner, who was an escaped prisoner from Australia. Mm. And you also have Ishmael. Mm. No last name, kind of like yourself, uh, Sam. Yep. Uh, Ishmael, who is a 50-year-old Navy man. I don't mm. think we've ever gotten into his true past, but... I think his past is is kind of uh, uh, up in the air. And as we actually are showing uh, three clips, there's a one from the first one, which is from 1897, uh, in which they have uh, one of the Lumiere brothers actually on yeah. the show. Um, the second one is 1902. They have Harry Houdini. And then the third one, which was the last episode we played, uh, they this... had Andrew Mellon. They had Louis, a young Louis B. Mayer. 19-year-old Louis B. Uh, and B. Mayer. then they had um, Alice Gee. Uh, and this was in 1904 at the premiere of Lowe's Theater. So a lot happened uh, in that last episode. So we're just going to play them all back to back to back. and um, uh, Little clips of it. Yeah. We're not little, playing three no, hours. Yeah. You can do that on your own time. But um, uh, this is the trilogy for this year. But uh, the crate, the background on this is Sam and I found, like, on one of our expeditions to find, you know, rare artifacts and things to get our creativity, we found all these tapes. Oh, mm. like... Um, like think of yeah. Indiana Jones, the last you know, writers lost. We found a whole thing of tapes. So there'll be more. There's more, but we need to get them processed. And yeah, they take a little bit. It's so, yeah, there's lots m- to take out that noise and scratching and stuff. So, yeah. anyways, this is the episodes uh, starting with 1897. Uh, here we go. Let's push play. Lily, we've seen your movie several. Oh, I've you. seen it hundreds of times. Can, can you say what the adventures. the movie the movie is or the celluloid adventure or whatever you, you want to call it? What it? Uh, uh, well, we've made several. I think uh, the uh, the ones that people know as uh, the best um, with uh, you would probably know it as um, La Reveille du le Train, uh, oh. the arrival of the train um, to uh, to the station. <laughs> mm. oh. 
the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. I dear non crapped my pants. <laughs> I well, I appreciate that, Dudley. Thank you. I, but is I, that a compliment? I, I feel like uh, I am honored to hear this. So, just for those people who haven't seen it, because it's a very um, uh, it's it just came out this year. It just came out the beginning of this year. We were actually in um in France and we got to see it. Uh, it was it was pretty amazing. Uh, and it's this it's this video of this this train. It and like yeah, I was sitting next to you, Dudley or uh, Dudley. Yeah, and this I'm train, so that, this mate. train is just coming right at you. And I, someone actually got up. Someone, some, the other person I was sitting next to, got up, screamed, "Please, please, dear God, help us! We are going to get hit by a train." And actually had a heart attack and died there on the spot. Uh, that, I love to hear this. Yeah, uh, this is ex- you know this is exactly why my brother and I um, got into making the celluloid adventures. Um, to kill the way to have, to give people heart attacks and, and kill them. Well, to affect people so strongly, they um, they poop their pants mm-hmm. or they um, they die in the theater. Also, can you not say poop? Because I don't. I also don't know if that's insulting. If we if that will go through, like the standards that we have to have for eighteen ninety. They said uh, don't. Correct. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? I, you know what I say? I'll just say I'll say fuck it. D- we're the first, we're you know, the first one of our kind. So let me let, let me just say one, the one thing Tesla told us when he gave us this is this he's really banking fuck. he's he's really banking on this audio recording to be Whoops. to be good. <laughs> and if we keep swearing, it's going to be thrown it's, away. Uh, he's losing a lot of money on this. Yeah, Harry Houdini. What do you what do you think instead of this sci-fi that didn't make any sense? What do you think these movies should be called? Fantasy. It's fantasy. It's not real. It's fantasy. You want to see real? Watch me strap myself to an electric chair. Oh, he's doing it right now. Yeah, where, where did that come from? Well, <laughs> well that's... Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty electric. Yeah, that, that is really electric right now. I mean... Fine. Uh, dude, he's turning on the chair. He's the electricity's wow. on. He, he's running up like a bloody flight bulb. This is pretty intense for 1902. There's a lot of electricity coming out of your body, sir. You won't see this much coming out of the film section. This is better than any film. Uh, I This might be better than... Too bad this is just an audio medium. Oh, this is the most craziest thing I've ever seen. His hair is on fire. He's pissing himself. We gotta get some water. This guy's on fire. Oh, where's the tiny turn off the switch? I don't see any. There's no switch. (laughs) Harry Houdini, how do you stop this thing? How do you. Oh, it's off. It's off? I think I don't. He's, did you turn he's it off or did you just master it? My mind. Whoa. Wait. Do you have? Mad. Hold on. I say. Do you? This is crazy. Do you have psychic powers? You'll have to find out. The question I have, uh, you know, I, I feel like a lot of movies these days is people just running around, getting into chases and, and <laughs> damsels in distress. You have to respect and... the chase. It is a quintessential element of film. We and are not comedy. going to... Yeah, they will not change this. This is what future film is. Look at Charlie Chaplin, Ishi. That's... That guy's around, <laughs> Charlie... right? <laughs> you mean like the, the 15-year-old and who's doing I... vaudeville in, in, in the UK? 
I actually, I, I went to UK briefly because I'm a bohemian. Uh, he, and I saw that 15-year-old, and I was like, this guy's going on to good things. But I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I go every Sunday. I take an aeroplane or a boat or whatever the <laughs> hell. I'm usually... I am Wait, so, what's, what's I an am aeroplane? So, <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I, I find it so fascinating that we have these tapes. We're the ones that find the first yeah. uh, film podcasts ever um and i can't wait to see their wacky adventures i think the next one is is going to be around the same time 1905 1906 something like that yeah and for some reason one of them keeps thinking that charlie chaplin uh exists yet yeah it was already existing in 1904 oh he's gonna come in you know i can't wait till the episode when yeah like charlie chaplin actually does make his appear he's gonna and it's kind of like out this dudley dude uh predicted his success in a way kind of crazy yeah he's got his eye um for the so last... anyways uh this next episode uh is our hundredth episode. episode was actually technically was not our hundredth episode i got the math wrong <laughs> uh so... this was actually like our 98th episode um the hundredth episode was with our my good friend and friend of the show dave for color grading um which is also a good episode also a good ep but he's not on here um but this one is the big, spectacular 100th episode we did, um, and we brought on our producer, who's still producing. Martin Scorsese. You may have heard of him. Yeah. Uh, um, he gives us, uh, they'll say in the show, but he gives us about $6, uh, I think, a month um, towards this show. Um, it's all going to you, Bosnia. And uh, all of, well, at least my six, the three bucks. Yeah. My three bus goes to the show. Sorry, Bosnia. And but, um, uh, there's also, I found a random guy off the streets who uh, said he was a movie guy, and you'll hear him, but he has a magical powers. Mm. And then, of course, you have um, our... Uh, the yeah, thing, right? I don't think we're going to be playing that one. Because <laughs> uh, you'll hear we'll, her. We'll have, she's on a lot of the episodes, uh, the third thumb. Uh, Karina, she's also on the show, but we we're gonna show these uh, two who have only well, Scorsese's been on twice, I yeah. guess. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna have them on. Um, it was great having them on, and, um, and also uh, Scorsese uh, seems to be forgetting what the name of his next movie is in this. Um, so it's good that we have that on uh, tape, and we can play it back. Yeah, uh, right now. Martin Scorsese, you shouldn't be in my house. You're supposed to be in your new... I don't even know why you're in, in Pittsburgh, let alone my house. Pittsburgh? Yes. You're in a... a, a you're why in is he laughing at Pittsburgh? Yeah, why are you no, laughing? None of, now that you mention it, none of this looks familiar. This is oh, my apartment. You, know, you were, what, you were like 30, still snorting cocaine when he was just uh, an embryo. Prove it. Hey, prove I, it. <laughs> I, there's a point there books. are there's a few books that i mean i guess it doesn't prove it but oh i mean um, it, it what are you the the what are you the coppers the police get out uh, of here. we're just that's, we're that's just a, a point. Couple, we're not. just a couple of film critics um, yeah they're just like talking about your cocaine addictions your, yeah. fi- your film um, critics that and you don't even know the title of my next picture well um, i want to hear the working title some, some I, pretty crappy critics you are huh? you don't have the inside scoop eh why is this guy i so mean you he's know funny, it's probably the cocaine got to his brain it's he's anyways. better than steven spielberg i got yeah say. that guy was 
You know, okay. now that now that you mention it, right before I blacked out for seven hours and drove to Pittsburgh, I do remember taking a little bit, a little bit of the nose candy. You know what I mean? This is horrible. Still not the question. Also, your age. I, yeah. Do you know how much you're deflecting right now, Martin? Yeah, you. You haven't. So told now you. All you told, all told us is who isn't in your movie. And he told us that now you're back like, to co- okay. oh, yeah, cocaine okay. train it's a, again. It's a sequel to Hugo called Nugo. Because he's the Nugo. Thank uh, God. That's what oh, we need in this world. Does it have anything to do with... Starring Josh Brolin as Nugo. Hmm. He's really an up-and-coming actor. Timothy Chalamet, you know that. Damn, I fucking hate that young dude. Thing. He plays Nugo's son. Uh, also get... named, well, named kind of in a nostalgic way, named Hugo after, mm. you know, the, the old one. Can I ask a question real quick? Does what? he get, does Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> does, does he get spanked? And I want him to get, I want to see him get spanked. How? No, what? No. Does he really get spanked? Sam, Sam, let me, do you know any of the fundamentals of storytelling? You gotta, you gotta follow. All I know. Logically is... make sense for the characters. Timothy Chalamet's character does not get spanked. I'm just does, saying, you can ruin Nugo, it. You can ruin it here if you want. Does, does Nugo get into uh, mischief around the train tracks? I don't know uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> does does Nugo, New, does Nugo's, uh, like, is it funny? Is it a funny Zach, movie? This is, Zach, Zach, broaden your horizons. This is a sequel. It takes place in the future. Oh. And there are no trains. Whoa. So this is like way into the future. Like, wait, wait a minute. So wait, Nugo is the son of Hugo and it takes place. Uh, so did Hugo have a son at like age 60? Not the no, not the son. He's like the you know the. the I I don't want you to give. I don't want to give you too too much away because I'm already hooked with uh, Timothy Chalamet getting spanked. I just um, like I really love it by Josh Brolin. I don't think okay. Enough, there it is. I don't there think enough uh, like creators do this where they do the sequel and it's just some random made up like Batman Two shouldn't be Batman Returns. It should have been like Flat Flatman or. Or the silence. I'm trying to think of, I like this this way of thinking. Like it should just be, it should just be yeah. a made up word. Like Winnie the Pooh. That's a great way of thinking. It's me, Pat- it's Scorsese. I only I only spit out gold. Well, unfortunately, I'm I now have to take care of you because one, I am seeing the 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 coke powder under your nose, um, and two, you're you broke quarantine, so I have to keep. Sam, I got to keep Martin Scorsese alive. Oh, wow. You know, uh, fun fact, uh, Sam, our 100th radio show at Radio Free Brooklyn, I believe, was our last episode, if I saw your categorizing. Hmm. So have to do the math. If you, you know, I think when people are looking back. I think that's true. Mm, well, we've, we've had our, our official radio show 100th episode. Like, it's either this episode or last episode. Yeah. But, um, which in all honesty, Sam, no offense to the one we called our hundredth episode. When people are listening back, they're only going to listen to season three through four, unless we can get the archives out there of yeah. our seasons one, seasons one through two. Once everybody... people start 
donating to our Patreon account. If you guys want to donate to our Patreon account, we got a secret special episode on there. Oh, uh, yeah. About right. uh, uh, with uh, our friend, uh, the ring finger of our show, uh, who's also been on the show a lot. He was Nick on the Devoe. Vi- yeah. Oh, wait, was say the that again. Assistant Nick Devoe. He was the assistant to Charlie Kaufman. Uh, for I'm thinking of ending things, and he talked about his time, uh, and that's only uh, on the Patreon thing. I need to check out that Patreon. Um, so also, this next stuff, we, one of the things, so like a lot of the film, last year we did a lot of film festival reviews. This year we didn't really do as much, because uh, a lot of them closed. Though, the crazy, so what we were able to do, instead of uh, film festivals, is because everybody's stuck inside, they have to look at their emails and Eat up time. So yeah. Sam and I uh, took advantage of that time, and mm. we so once again Sam did all the emailing, and uh, we got some great uh, interviews yeah. by like like people in the legit business, the biz. So um, the two that we're going to be showing are uh, from our good f- uh, friend of the show and uh, Akiko Stormberger, yeah. who is a big-time poster artist, and she's done a lot of the posters that you've definitely seen before. So huge. IndieWire um, actually just uh, named her alternative poster for I'm Thinking of Ending Things uh, as one of the best posters of 2020. Yeah, I mean, her style is is incredible, and we had a chance to talk to her, and she's been really great, and she's been she's really a lot of our, our, our... Everything that we post, really, she's... Been really great. Um, not to put any of our other no, guests no, no, on no. blasts, not even um, the ones who I've known for years, <laughs> um, but uh, she is the only guest who has shared <laughs> shared our our podcast uh, on social media. The other one was um, Penelope Bartlett, who is a programmer at the Criterion Channel. Which I freaked out when Sam told me about this because I am a Criterion, uh, like, channel uh your criterion hope i was gonna say uh, yeah a whole uh, um of sorts so we have these two we've had a few other interviews um we had uh for uh uh, uh we interviewed s- for syndicated the head of s- the founder of s- syndicated tim chung we had him on That's we also a theater had in new york by reed kimbrough uh who was a gender and racial e- uh, equity activist and also an, a very old friend of ours um for the black lives matter episode um, and he's also a movie lover, and he talked to us some of his favorite movies. But we've had a lot of great guests this year, but these uh, were two that were very hard to get, um, and uh, we loved we loved them all. We loved them all. Uh, we love them but all. here's two of them, and uh, yeah, enjoy. We have an amazing guest. We have Penelope Bartlett is here. When you are uh, choosing your films, uh, what uh, do you personally, what are you trying to think needs to have a, a bigger spotlight uh, on like time periods, people, places. I think, you know, historically there's been certain countries that have been really perhaps overrepresented or well represented um, in terms of those films being shown, those films being written about, obvious examples being France, Italy, Japan, all countries with amazing rich cinematic histories, so very well deserved, but you know, of course, it's nice for us to be able to bring more 
more light to countries that perhaps haven't necessarily had, don't have such a long history of cinema, but have a really interesting recent history of cinema. So, you know, I would love to do a program around films from Southeast Asia, for example. You know, we've, we've done a program of films by Apichapong Wirasakul, but it would be great to be able to show more films from that region. You know, I'm a big fan of Eastern European cinema, Romanian cinema. I would love to do some programming around those regions. But really, I think that, um, there's, there's just infinite possibilities. And it's certainly not me doing all this programming. Often we're reaching out to people who are experts in certain areas and bringing them in to have really sort of tailored curated expertise. Um, certainly experimental film, I think has traditionally been harder to see. Um, and we have a program coming up in May, which I'm really excited about, which is a program that was at the Metrograph Cinema last year, and it's called Tell Me, and it's all films by women filmmakers about women's stories. Um, and a lot of those films are experimental films, films that have been, films that are represented by small distributors or have never had distribution. And, there's just not been that many opportunities to see those films. Um, the series is programmed by a woman named Nellie Killian and she's just brought together this fascinating collection of movies that I think would be really, really hard to see anywhere else. And of course, because it was a, a program that played at a theater in New York, it was available for people who live here to see at one point. But I love the idea that we can bring it to the whole country through the channel. We have the acclaimed poster artist, uh, Akiko Sternberger with us. I was watching the uh, Netflix Have a Good Trip, uh, where all these artists just talk about trips that they've had or something. I wondered if you had a, a, a story like that, that you could, a brief anecdote. I mean, I think I have too many stories <laughs> like that. Um, I actually don't even remember that interview, so it's funny. I'm actually kind of uh, pleased with my answers. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think in the, in the 90s, uh, when I went to design school, this makes me sound ancient, it was the end of the 90s, um, uh, I was going to raves a lot. So I think as a creative person, just having access to expanding your brain is very important, you know? And even if you do it once and decide never do it again, I think it's, it's always an, an eye-opening experience. Tell us a little bit about how you got into this very niche industry. So I knew as soon as I graduated college, I wanted to move to New York and start working for different magazines, doing, you know, portraits of musicians and actors. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Um, I went out to New York and I was starting to pick up so much freelance work doing that. And um, around 2004, uh, I moved back to L.A. and... Uh, it couldn't have come at a more. It couldn't have come at a better time because I just needed any type of work. And my friend was working at a movie poster advertising agency, hmm. and they were actually on the hunt for a receptionist. So I went to interview as the receptionist, but I also brought a spin magazine, which also had my piece in it from that month. So um, even though I felt like a douche, I showed the owner anyways. I was like, oh, and by the way, I have this, you know, and he's like, well, what are you doing? There's no way you're going to answer phones. Have you ever thought about doing movie posters? And I said, actually, no, never. I've never even touched a computer, you know, other than to check emails. And he's like, well, let's just try you out for a few months and, and we'll see how you do. Mm. And so that's how I stumbled into it. And um, 
it was only fairly recently that I made the connection of how important it was that I came from an editorial illustration background because I was kind of doing the same thing. I was, I was reading an article and having to summarize it in one image. Mm-hmm. So that was a great uh, training for doing movie poster work. I love these interviews, Sam. These are what a great year. And, you know, we're going to also have some great interviews in the future. I've talked about this in past, uh, but uh, if I get the courage, much like the lion, cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz, um, and find it within myself, I, uh, I have slight contact with um, a big animator. In the animating world, yeah, you meaning. also have contact with Danny DeVito that I bet you've yet to reach out to. All right, well, that's that's a whole other thing. All right, so I they... have, I have. So here's a thing: I can't promise you all, but look possibly forward to uh, an interview with Danny DeVito or someone in Danny DeVito's life. <laughs> um, and uh, this contact to this artist called uh, Vivi Busy Pop. <laughs> Two very similar people. Oh, I feel yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's something that you can really get with uh with Two Thumbs Inside. We have a very wide variety of a people wide that we birth. reach out to. A wide berth. Um we also have uh this next and last batch that we're gonna be doing um is uh one of my favorite things from this year is we've been doing deep dives into directors mm-hmm. that we don't really know too much about. Um we did Mike Michael Henneke. Uh, yes, Michael Haneke, uh, or Haneke. Um, we also did um, Jean uh, Renoir uh, recently. Um, but two of my favorites were Ozu and Agnes Varda. Yes. Um, and these are great because I we I love having an excuse to get to know a director. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watch six movies of theirs, and we just really dive in. And these two specifically, uh, you are hearing me... And Zach falling in love with these directors. Especially, I, I love, uh, I mean, Autumn Afternoon is like a movie I'll definitely, I love that movie so much and will recommend to people. And then I was very <laughs> surprised by one of the Agnes Verde uh, movie. I'm pronouncing Agnes Varda. Agnes Varda, but uh, uh, One Girl Sings, One Does Not, or One Sings, One Does Not was a really big fun surprise for me yeah so this uh, is the last i mean uh after this we're just gonna cut to credits because we have only 59 minutes to do this um so, so thanks for uh listening to this and starting season five out 2020 oh big reveal too i will be moving to new york uh in april so sam and i once the studio is back up that's when we're gonna see each other and we will make it obvious that we're in the same room with better audio quality better bet yes so uh Till then, and by that I mean next week, stay safe, stay clean, Spider Man. <laughs> but, um, something that, yeah, really watch her movies. Yeah. She represents life itself. Like, I feel like if I had to put her movies into a, a word, I would just say light. Like, she is playfulness. Her movies represent life. And it truly inspired me to make film more movies like i want to same it it was it's the type of thing that like it really makes me especially watching the gleaners and i and seeing how she really just takes anything and turns it into a movie and you know obviously she's like a genius at it so it's like like the the it's more than just that but like the fact that she can take just a camera and nothing else really and make something amazing it's incredible and she's yeah, she's and just incredible. It's, it's like also, she's she's a force of her own. Also, it's a nice break from the two other directors we were on. 
Enzo and uh, Hanukkah, um, who, in my opinion, their movies are kind of downers. Even her, her, yeah. you know, Cleo, uh, Cleo from five to seven. At least that was even like, this is bad news, but I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, She's this, a good director for 2020. If this was a sure. Michael Haneke movie, it would be joint. <laughs> joint, yeah. It would be like we would be like, you have cancer, and then she would get a phone call, and her son is dead, and then it would end. <laughs> like that's how it would have yeah. been. Someone Just who kidding. is a huge drunk. And who I feel like is probably the most comparable to Ozu in America is John Cassavetes, because huh. they have who also died but at... minus though, but like him, yeah, they they, they both died in similar ways, and they were both major alcoholics, um, and they both died way too young, um, but their shots aren't the same. So I, I like. John Cassavetes, he would say, like, he doesn't want anyone to ever analyze his shots. Like, his shots are not the greatest. I think he likes to just set the shot up to let actors explore. Like, he's much more concerned with what the actors are doing. But I'm more talking about the writing and also the editing, where they allow things to just happen. Um, They just let shots go for a while. Um and the, the 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 stories are about people going through some kind of change and the change is not something that is monumental it's not like the end of their it's not like the end of any of these people's lives um people aren't well for the most part i guess besides you know one movie which we won't say but people aren't dying um i don't want to give away endings right, right, right. um but um so people aren't dying it's just things are just happening, um, and you're just watching as people are processing things happening. Um, and, of course, the characters are very different. In John Cassavetes, people are yelling and going shouting, through huge, shouting huge mood swings. Highly recommend um, watch uh, listening to our John Cassavetes. It's, yeah, it's like, opening. you stupid... <laughs> And then they'll like um, do, raise a fist. I could not if yeah. they did that in so the, an Ozu film. I feel film, like they're both polar opposites, but yeah. they're also very, very alike. One's hot, um, one's warm. Get what I mean? But I, I, I feel like it's fairly obvious what you mean. Yeah, but, but like it's it's really deep. I would give it to me. I wanted you to say that was deep. All right. One is I, warm and one is hot. See, hot hurts. Oh, okay, it, I get it. It, it blisters it. you. Right. Warm Fine. is what you want to be in the wintertime. Like, I love being nice and curled up. Warm is like, ah, and not be, yeah, be with yeah. people who are good uh, movie uh, good movie watchers. question can we change that lead-in song how no it's so generic, really though trendy it's, and it's not generic what are you it's talking not generic about? for a it, podcast it is it is it's too but everybody knows what it is no, they don't we need like a sailor version of it like 